Welcome back to Your Daily Dose. It's the final Friday of this fine month and it's time for our Friday Shorts. A collection of bits and blurbs too short for an entire podcast, but too fun to leave on the cutting room floor. They're like cookie crumbs, or the tiny potato chips left in the bottom of the bag, or the dab of frosting on the icing knife. They're tiny treats we hope you'll find delicious. Enjoy. Save the butterfly. Did you see that? My butterfly. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. I love how you wrote that from both perspectives. That was actually Patty's idea. Yeah. She, um, originally, <laughs> originally, I had been joking with her that the butterfly's perspective was that it was trying to commit suicide, and I had completely foiled its plan. And so it was really angry with me that I had brought it back from the dead. I got to imagine that the base emotion of most insects, especially butterflies, is anger. Yeah. They seem, the way they fly seems kind of angry. I, well, and that's how they have to fly. <laughs> like, imagine if you had to fly Spirit Airlines every time you flew. Right. How angry would you be? <laughs> the way a butterfly flies is the way that Spirit Airline flies. I think you're, I think yeah. you're right. I never anticipated that the reason they flit you know, to and fro so much is because they completely lack control of their wings. They're like overshot, undershot, overshot, undershot. Uh, not well designed at all. <laughs> but gorgeous. Beautiful. Right? Yeah. You know, so there's that. They are beautiful. Just like Spirit <laughs> Airlines prices. <laughs> beautiful. They are not a sponsor of the show, <laughs> no, by the way. Not. I am thinking of flying up to Columbus soon. I them. have never flown on Spirit Airlines, but I hear them as the butter jokes uh, often, which is... I remember Frontier Airlines. That was also... Uh, very similar. Yeah, so they, yeah. you got ropes for seatbelts and stuff uh, like that. Yeah, not quite that, but like uh, they don't have cushions for some reason. Like that's going <laughs> to save them enough money. No cushions. To do that. So uh, you're just sitting like on a brick? I it mean, what... felt like that in many wow. ways, yeah. That's incredible. But again, super cheap if you're not bringing anything with you. Whenever I hear about people having family rifts, I used to I used to really encourage people to overcome them. And then I encountered a number of people who they didn't want that. They were just comfortable with the way it was, and they were happy with the way it was, and they just wanted to leave it alone. And uh, and right answer. I mean, whatever you choose to do. I don't know like it's interesting because I think from again going to the pop culture well, it's you see that if your family unit isn't functional, then you're not a complete person, hmm. right? Well, like I, in all the movies, all the yeah, television like, shows, you you have to fix things in order for you to be happy. Yeah, yeah, that's I, that's and the that's, example. It's, it, it's oversimplifying a lot of it, yeah. but yeah, you don't have to. Well, and we have this term in dysfunctional families, right? Yeah. Have you ever heard the term functional families? <laughs> I mean, have you, have you mm. ever heard anybody say, well, they're a really functional family? Mm. No. We yeah. only mention it when it's not functional and it applies to all of us. Yeah. Because we're human beings. And if we're individually imperfect, how could we be perfect as a group? So all I'm suggesting is we magnify our imperfection when we pull together in families, even when we're the same blood, we can have that expectation that you're going to be the best of friends. I like to say to my brothers and sisters, I love you and I like you. That's nice. You know, you can choose your family or you can choose your friends. You can't choose your family, but you can choose your family members that you hang out with. Yeah. 
Right, exactly. Okay, and I think that's the differentiation because there's a difference between your family and your tribe. Yeah. Your family are who you were born and related to, and sometimes you're blessed and lucky to have them become your tribe as well. Uh, and sometimes you're not. And sometimes your tribe has to be made up of people outside that aren't blood. Uh, I think that works. Like, hey, yeah. have some family either way. I yeah. mean, I think we need other people around. Sometimes I feel like I am missing out because I don't, I'm maybe not that close with some family members, mm. but they're missing out more. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I'll attest to that. If you were to remove a single word from the English language, which word would be the most disruptive word to remove from the English language? You want to disrupt? Yeah. I want to, I'm, I'm an anarchist of language now. Okay? Oh, I like it. Now what I'm saying is I want to do everything I can. I only get to remove one word from the English language, but my goal is to screw up the world really hard with that one word I choose. What word do you choose? I think it would be one of two words. It would be yes or no. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's deep because you yeah. remove a, a whole option there, right? Correct. Yeah. That you either a- have to say yes to everything or no to everything. That's a that was a really good answer. Yeah. I was thinking of like the or a, you know. But I think you could get you could buy with that. That's now you make and me that's think. also assuming like if you chose and for example, that would also eliminate words like also and stuff like that. You couldn't right. just eliminate a word that also has you know, also that has other meanings or that has other words that mean the same thing. Right. Yeah. Cause what, I mean, what damage you do yeah. that? You just pull out a thesaurus and they, that's, that's all it takes to overcome yeah. that, that James Bond villain, the right. word anarchist, right? <laughs> the hero was a thesaurus. We just pulled it out and found another word, but yes or no, that's, you could say affirmative or negative, right? You know, but, but I like that basic concept was, was a great one to say, just, let's just strip out one option from them and see how the world is like taking one oar away from a, a rower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, you just be going around 100% in circles. That's it. I like it. Circle of life. Let's do that. Let's have an experiment where you just have to spend a day. Not using one word. Not, or not agreeing or denying things. What if we opened it up to our listeners to choose a word for each of us one day? Oh, I like it. Yeah. So, so if we can get a listener to suggest a word that you would like us to strip out of our communication for an entire day, both written and verbal. And uh, mental. And mental. We get to expunge it from our brains. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's hear what that is. Do you think we do that with electricity? I Should I just tase you? Like, okay, start thinking about this word, and I tase you. Yeah, I prefer the traditional electroshock. Okay, you know, with fine. the mouth with the mouth guard and the two. Uh, oh, you need shocks. the mouth guard. Yeah, one hundred percent. One flew over yeah. the cuckoo's nest all over again. And that's this edition of Friday Shorts. Thanks for listening. I'm Nick. I feel like we covered all of the bases there, from angry butterflies to word anarchy. If you want to throw Bob and me a curveball, let us know which word or words you want us to expunge, and we'll do it. We will expunge it with extreme prejudice. That doesn't sound so great, extreme prejudice, so we won't do that. We'll just remove it for one day. Just let us know. Not a, no, no prejudice. <laughs> <laughs>